tis the season for phlegm. Fa la 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 la. Oh my god, that's hilarious. We're going to be on a whole roll today. I can already yes. tell. All right. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. Guess what I have sitting right in front of me. What do you have? The wildly tarot deck bags that oh my gosh that moonlit fay made for us oh my gosh i'm so jealous i know i love her bags anyway and then to have like our, our own i wildly know tarot, like well deck you know bag? that there's one there was one for you in that box yes right? oh okay. yes 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 i did like know that. not just one of ours but no this de- is the muse tarot one yeah oh okay because okay. i had her <laughs> custom make me one to okay. match my deck because okay. i'm so obsessed with muse tarot but that's beside the point because we're talking about our deck bag yeah exactly which we're doing a <laughs> giveaway of on instagram and also on sunday is going to be live for people to just buy we yes. got to design the fabric yes and moonlit fay is awesome jenna is like so the thing about these bags. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about these bags, Holly. When I first started interacting with Jenna, I was like, these bags are so beautiful, but I already have kind of like a system in place for the bags that I use for my decks. Like, I don't really need these, like, blah, 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 blah. And then once she gifted us one, I was like, oh, I see why they people. They are amazing. They're incredible. They're such sturdy, mm-hmm. beautiful de- beautiful books. What am I talking about? Bags. Not books. Bags. I knew it was a B word. <laughs> what was I looking for? Um, and it's just so exciting that she wanted to collaborate with us on this. And they're so pretty. They're so gorgeous. Well, and with accidentally, like, it got makeup on my bag and I had to wash it. And it was, and I was so afraid because sometimes when you wash bags, like, they are not durable. And so I was like, oh, please, like, any sort of goddess up in heaven that has to do with sewing, please let this bag be okay. <laughs> and I washed it and it came out perfectly. So, like, and it's still the same exact, like, quality it was before That's washing. Amazing. I mean, it's still, like amazing and so just, esther maybe you shouldn't be allowed to take decks decks or bags in bags yeah with, me. with you anywhere everything should stay at home it's basically like <laughs> we need to get you ziploc bags and to like put around the nicer bag i need like a safe to put my decks in and take the whole safe with me is what we're saying that's how much of a klutz i am yeah but, exactly yeah. but i'm like the best person to say like these bags like are sustainable yeah esther is our wear road tester i am a tester <laughs> Like, I am the test dummy. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. Somebody has to be. And I'm, like, too scared to be that rough with mine because yeah. they're so pretty. Yeah. Well, and I have other deck bags, too. And they're and they're fine. They're okay. But this one is, like, the best quality of bag I, I have. And, and I also feel like when people hear this, they're going to be like, guys, what on earth could be so different? But I swear to God, they're really incredible. So, anyway. We they're just are... magic infused. Yeah. And I so, take. I think so, too. I think they're just, like, very, very, very very magical. Um, But we are giving away one of these bags and one of our decks to go into the bag. Yes. On Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast. You too could have one of these bags. Yes. So tell us your favorite card and like tag two friends and you could be a winner. Yeah. And we're keeping it open until Thanksgiving. Or no. What? (laughs) Could you imagine? That would be the longest longest giveaway ever. Thanksgiving. Or Canadian Thanksgiving, which would be even longer because we already passed it. No, we're keeping it open till Halloween so that we mm-hmm. can announce it on next week's podcast. Oh, nice thinking. Shit, I was thinking. Next week is a Halloween episode. <gasps> Oops. We may have to. <laughs> Are we the worst? <laughs> or what? 
<laughs> I feel like I, I knew that two weeks ago when I looked at the calendar. And then we've been just so busy trying to do everything else. It just slipped my mind. Yeah. So. Oh, well, we'll fa- yeah. We, we can talk off air about this. <laughs> yes, we, we talk off air about this. No one but has anyway. to know our secrets. Yeah, we have a lot. We have a lot of secrets. We came up with a really big secret last night, right before yes. I went to sleep, and I'm yes. so excited for it. Yeah. Still not Halloween episode related. Nope, though, so. <laughs> no, not Halloween related at all. Not even remotely spoopy. But no, not you'll hear about it further down the road. Remotely spoopy. <laughs> For car of the day? Yeah, let's do this. I dug under my desk for my uh, Wiley Terror deck because, well, okay, Hongshi uh, got under the desk today and he was like running around like trying to dig stuff. So all of my decks are kind of like fallen in an avalanche. Oh my God. Because Hongshi really this likes to go under with my desk. having a dragon that lives in your house. I know. Like he knows this is the, is the forbidden area. So he's like even more determined to come over here. Yeah. So I just kind of let him like, fine. See what's magic pull over there? Fine. So <laughs> it was under, I had to like dig under some other decks to find it. So I love it. The Ten of Wands. Oh, the Ten of Wands. <laughs> so the Ten of Wands on our Wiley Tarot card says overextending burdens and commitments. That also suits this episode a lot because uh, I, in the middle of writing the outline, was like, Esther, I can't do this. <laughs> I need you to step in. Esther. And so like you had to it. do a lot more of the preparation stuff than you, like normally you do all the back end stuff and I do the yeah. preparation stuff, but I just, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This is what like, teamwork is it. for. Exactly. <laughs> Not this week. It's okay. It's te- teamwork. So I'm here to catch you when your burdens are too much. I'm so excited about this episode and it will come to light why I had to stop doing the mm-hmm. <laughs> outline. Yes. But that's so, okay. Back in January, we reviewed Pixie's Astonishing Lenormand, and we talked about the history of Lenormand, but we didn't go over how to read Lenormand. I mean, we weren't, neither of us were really using it that frequently. Like, we had this no. deck because we liked the art. But since then, we've both started using it a lot more, and specifically, you have started using it a lot more. We both took Tony Pooley's Lenormand from scratch course through Ethany's Tarot Summer School, um, but when I was writing this outline, I logged back in so I could remind myself of what the components of it were. And I realized that I was only 40% done with it. So <gasps> Holly, I that student. I know I didn't finish the course, <laughs> but I have a good reason. And the good reason okay. is that my cousin Wade died right in the middle of the course. And yes. on the day that he was found, I pulled like basically the worst Lenormand cards over and over and over again. And I kept being like, Oh, this isn't relevant. And like, just kind of like saying it must be the energy of the deck is off or whatever. And so after that, I pulled the coffin twice and the scythe once. And both of those are like endings and abruptness and grief and all of these things. And so I kind of like laid off the Lenormand a little bit after that, because I felt like the deck that I was using was like maybe too cursed linked with that. Not cursed. It wasn't like he died that day. It was just like he was found that day. The energy. Yeah. The energy of that was. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I guess I should have content warning to that. But anyway, so yeah. So it made me feel a little bit less like, 
interested in Lenormand right off mm-hmm. the bat, which I think is kind of normal. I feel like I've heard yeah. stories about people having similar experiences with tarot where they're like, Ugh, I don't know if I can do this right now. Yeah. But I really do love Lenormand, so I really am excited to talk about it because it is actually incredibly interesting kind of like how it works and how direct it is so it is way more direct than tarot all of tony's lenormand classes right now on udemy which i've never heard of until she posted about and oh really her i group. took her first because oh, so she has three lenormand courses on that on oh. udemy or whatever yeah i took the first two foundational courses and then was, she has was a third it the one same that goes, overlap as tarot summer school or was it totally um it was a little different like so she went into more into depths like the meanings of the cars themselves like in the tarot summer school she gave you a print out of the meanings here she kind of went over the meanings themselves and what they could mean close to you or what they can mean farther farther away so you have probably way more of a grasp of the grand tableau then than i do i've not done a grand tableau because i'm very open that i get visually overstimulated so it's like i'm doing step by step and i haven't worked my way up to a a grand tableau yet but i just want to make sure i have like all the foundational stuff and then her third course on udemy is about the grand tableau and how to like do that so that was since this is on sale, I was probably going to get that one. So, so the grand tableau for people who are <coughs> totally unfamiliar with uh, Lenormand is a spread in which you use every single card in the deck and then interpret stuff based on like proximity to other symbols. Yeah, so it's intense. Yes, it's and like it, it's like eight month reading basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight yeah. months. It's not supposed to be about like a decision you're making. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's supposed to be like for the next eight months, kind of plotting out what to expect and things like that. So, oh, because eight divided because there's eight columns in the tableau. If you line up all the cards, look at me there's... trying to do math in my head again. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm not <laughs> yeah, going to go into it, but that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so when you start getting into certain things, that's that's how I it helped frame it for me. So yeah, anyway. yeah. So anyway, those classes are on sale currently, um, and we'll include that in the show notes. And yes. so you can. It's a really good investment if you're interested in Lenormand at all, um, mm-hmm. because she's an incredible teacher, and yeah. I think that her energy is just oh, so refreshing. Amazing. I love her energy. She's like very, very high energy, but really peaceful. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. am really into her. So I think that that would be a great thing to invest in if Lenormand is something that you are interested in. Yeah. And the Udemy courses have PDFs that go along with the course. So it's not just a video thing. It's like an actual course that you take. So. Yeah. And you have awesome. them forever. So that's amazing. Yeah. So I think maybe we didn't include this in the outline, but I think maybe just saying like Lenormand is 36 cards. It's from the 18th century. There's like the first known version of this deck uh, in the British Museum in London. Um, It started out as like a card game. Yes. And then became a fortune telling game. uh, And that's why it's actually named Lenormand. It's named after this really famous French fortune teller. Yes. Um, so it, like we said, is way more direct than tarot. So we're going to be using it. But I think that we should... Um, kind of go through the ways of reading it. And Esther, since I only went through the second course, I'm going to let you take it away. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I think I wanted to kind of start out with forming questions because with tarot, you can kind of form open. We always kind of try to form open-ended yes, questions to totally. get as much information from the cards we can. With Lenormand, you kind of want to have an interrogative sort of stance with the cards. Right. So if you get something in your day, like the, like a negative card, like clouds, instead of like 
asking a question that's more open-ended, well, you know, well, should I blah, blah, blah. You want to say, well, you know, will it happen during this meeting? And then it can say yes or no. And because Lenormand, it has positive, negative, and neutral cards. So you can ask yes or no questions. Yeah. It's way more suited for yes or no questions than tarot is. Yesterday, when I was preparing for this, I did a spread, like, about what to expect from this evening like yesterday evening. And I got something mm-hmm. about kind of like Nathan having dealt with a really difficult day at work. So that yeah. was way too general. And so then I asked yeah. the follow-up question of what happened, what's happening to Nathan at work. Yes. And that gave me a lot more insight into sort of like what actually was going on because yes. asking the just sort of general, like what should I know sort of thing mm-hmm. is good. That's a good place to start. But it's very, very general, and Lenormand is way more suited for kind of like a what's happening with this specific circumstance. Right. So, like, even with daily spreads, like, typically, like, with Tara or even starting out with Lenormand, I would ask, like, what will my day be like? But you're, like, and then you'll receive, like, all negative cards sometimes or, yeah. like, a mixture of things. You're like, well, what does this have to do with? So if you kind of know well, how I know, like, a certain – I'll have classes from, like, 9 in the morning to, like, 12. Yeah. Like, all in a row. Like, well, how will my classes this morning be? What's the energy of my classes? And I could pull cards for that. And then, yeah. like, this afternoon, blah, blah. So it's – for me, it's um, it's better to be direct with this be, and not as more of, like, an advice sort of thing. Like, but, like, what will happen if I do this? Yeah. Or – that sort of direction if you want advice from them you have to be very specific so so you can be specific with it and it not react like Tara would Tara would kind of be like what do you mean you're asking you're like what is this like yeah or just total nonsense like yeah (laughs) exactly nonsensical answers so yeah so when you're with Norman just try to be as specific as possible and if you want more information be get that information from it if you want to know something be direct and ask it yeah and with that and I actually think that that is a really good way I mean I know that we have a Tara and Lenormand section but that's actually a really good way to use them together is if you like pull tarot cards for general energy of a vacation or whatever and mm-hmm. something weird comes up that prompts you to think about a specific circumstance you could pull Lenormand yeah. cards cards about that specific circumstance yes to get like specific information about what might be going yeah. on yeah and the other thing is that they cards are the cards all have like five keyword definitions usually mm-hmm. and they don't very it's not really intuitive it is like these cards mean these things yes and then how do you interpret them together but there's not a lot of like wiggle room for like if you get the like the coffin or the clouds or whatever you're not you can't get through that really in the same way that you could if you got a more negative tarot card in tarot the moon some people see it as negative but some people see it as like oh this is gonna be like a time for like a good transition for me to like self-examine and stuff like that how like holly said with lenormand if you get like mountain where it's gonna be an obstacle you can't like fiddle out of that it's gonna be an obstacle in your way yeah yeah so it's not really based on i mean you could pull cards of like how do i get over this obstacle right and kind of like get through it that way or like what is the source of this obstacle or whatever you could do it like that but it's not like seeing the mountain you're like oh maybe it's just a really beautiful view that I'm looking at rather than an obstacle (laughs) and I will say that when you do daily spreads with Lenormand like drawing a couple cards for your day they are not going to be like if you get scythe which is like um harm or hurting or like just think of it like oh if you like cut your hand or you just have to be careful. Right, right, right. Like, right. It's, it doesn't, it's not it's like not a big always going to be that scythe, scythe and the coffin comes up because somebody's died. Right, it's exactly. It's just that that's how this happened to me. 
Right, yeah. <laughs> so there are a few ways to read Lenormand. You kind of start out small with two cards, and so that's, like, really nice. Yeah. And you can either read it um, comic strip style or descriptive style. In the book, I just uh, got this book, and it's pretty amazing. It's called Petite Lenormand Encyclopedia from Bjorn Maurice. Bjorn! Thank you. Bjorn, sorry. I, I mean, it's that's how I would Bjorn. say it. There was a very sweet boy named Bjorn, not boy, adult man named Bjorn (laughs) at my parents' house this weekend for my this wedding that we were at. (laughs) Bjorn in the book like gives us practice cards, so he's put coffin and bouquet together. And typically, coffin means like ending or grief and something. Yeah, and bouquet is like a surprise, something beautiful, something happy. So if you're reading this as the outcome of a relationship, comic strip style. You could read it as a relationship will come to an end, but it will have, but you will get back together and you'll have a happy ending. Mm. Like comic strip is the first card and the second card. Yeah. Beside each other. But if you read it as descriptive, you could just speak of it as like a happy ending. So you kind of get the same. Oh, I see. You kind of get the same sort of result, but with using two different methods. Descriptive is just using like the two descriptive meanings from both cards and kind of formulating your own phrase for it. Because it's unlike tarot, Lenormand, you just take the keywords and make a sentence. Yeah. That's all you're supposed to do. Kind of like like, how we use Compendium of Constellations. Yes. Just choosing the keywords, creating a sentence out of it. Right. Exactly. So just depending on your style, if you're reading comic strip style, like card one, card two being comic strip, or if you're just reading those two descriptive reading adjectives from both of those cards yeah then you just kind of get similar phrases from that so that's kind of like a two card method with comic strip or just descriptive yeah I, so i must have missed two card spreads i never do them i really only do three three is the most popular because you get a good enough amount of information but two is just good to start practicing and getting the yeah, vocabulary to be able, yeah that's true to like get your brain to sort of turn off the tarot part and turn exactly. on the Norman part do you want to do and do you want to pull a couple of examples yeah we can uh do you want to do two cards or do you want to start th- uh start to go to three cards Let's do two. Okay, because three cards is read similar in a similar way, but just wasn't sure yet. So Yeah, okay, let's, so two let's start with two. We can each pull an example for two card spreads, and then we can each pull an example for three card spreads. Okay. So two card spread. What is your intention for the two card spread? That, what uh, intention? A good example for this. Okay. Uh, that's what, that, well, that's what I do is if, if I'm practicing with Lenormand, I'll, I'll go practice two card. Yeah, and yeah. Pull that. So yeah, exactly. Which worked really well because I got letter and stars. Okay. Okay. Inspiration and hope, and then letter is news, right? So this yeah, would be news, like information. Okay, so then this combination would be perfect for show me a good example of reading two cards together. <laughs> it's like here's some good news. Here's some good news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got cross, which is misfortune, carrying burdens, grief, mm-hmm. and stork, which is change, relocation, uh, and flexibility. If we're reading comic book style, I would read the first card as like a, like that you've had lots of burdens, lots of like grief going on, but now you're starting new and starting fresh and things like that. I guess with my two cards, if we're doing comic book style, it would be the news is going to be great. Yeah, but if we're, good if news, we're doing yeah. narrative style, then I would then I would see it as your like good news is coming almost. So if I was just reading descriptively, I could be like misfortunate change is coming because okay. misfortune is the descriptive and then change is also descriptive. So I would think, misfor- you know, a, a misfortunate change 
Okay, so I think that that's a good example. You can see that there's not like a lot of sort of like wiggling around within the meanings. No. It's like these no. things mean these things and here they go, bam. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's, it's very nice and kind of comforting that once you learn the meanings, those are the only meanings that you'll need. Yeah, it's way less like with tarot how we feel like we're constantly learning nuances and like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, that's such a good way of thinking about that card. Like that yeah. can't really happen in Lenormand because it's not designed to. Yes. I mean, I'm sure that it can. I'm sure some people do it that way, but like, Tony doesn't, and she's the one that we learned from. So. <laughs> yeah. She's very exact on meanings and things like that. So, but uh, to me, that's comforting in a way. Yeah. Because we don't have nice. to keep like transforming our word banks in our head. As you can tell, I'm having issues. With are you having, words. Di- yeah. Are you having issues with the word banks in your head? Cause it seems like it just glitched a tiny bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we can kind of transition to three card spreads. Yes, this and is my You can read them the same exact style, comics book style, or kind of descriptive style. But you can choose cards of importance. So with three cards, comic book style, you'll start with the first card and read them in succession. And with three cards, you can also read them as past, present, future, which I thought was really interesting, too. Yeah, I've like never done it that one way. card as past, present, future. And also... If you want to do descriptive style, the center card takes the focus, and the two flanking cards on either side are what Describe is describing it. the middle card. Yeah, that's so. What and I, I really like that, do. and because to me, I, you get a lot of information from the middle card and the two flanking cards. Yeah. I don't really. To me, I enjoy comic book style if I'm wanting to know how something will transpire. Yeah, but if I'm wanting to know about information in the moment, like there was a really important meeting last year, and I wanted to know about the meeting and how it would go, I used the center card and then two flanking cards to see how that meeting would transpire because yeah. I know I that's I wanted to know about the meeting I knew the meeting was happening yeah so I just it was very helpful with that like yeah, I got garden totally. and then two other cards so and garden is the card for like meeting or seeing people so I was like whoo hey. so <laughs> like that works I'll take yes. it so we'll do a practice three card spread do you want to do comic book style or descriptive style uh or both? uh descriptive because that's what I most feel well I guess like it would be good exercise to do both to do both okay I just want I didn't want to overwhelm you with the Lenormand no it's okay I like it I just am like a little bit and also because my intention keeps being about good examples I got three (laughs) positive cards again so we good I'm not worried about it (laughs) okay my intention is practice so so it's gonna give you hard cards that's why I got cross and whatever I got last time one I know exactly I was like like, thanks yourself. (laughs) <laughs> I got <laughs> practice coffin chip and sun coffin means death endings illness loss ship mm-hmm. means a trip a journey a, or just going abroad it, it also has like a more business sort of tone to it yeah than other cards and then the sun is like a bright shining bollocks of a success and energy happiness joy and positivity hey, hey I got like Three random cards. <laughs> I know, seriously. If I'm reading this in succession, I would say first, like you're going to be dealing with either some illness or some endings, depending on what the question is, because both of those are such varying like sickness or something's going to come to an end. Most of the time, many people read coffin as endings first. I like in studying and reading other people's spreads, coffin is more endings. Yeah, is totally. the primary like definition people fall back on, but it also can mean illness and loss. Um, so saying that, that they're going, there's maybe some sickness or some loss, and then you're going to have to take a journey and a trip, but everything will turn out successfully. Like, so maybe you're going to go to the hospital, get better, and then things like that. 
<laughs> don't put that on me. <laughs> I know. I'm not putting, I'm just saying in general. But if we're doing a descriptive where the center takes focus, ship is the center card. Yeah. So it's talking about a specific trip that I'm going to take. And coffin means like illness or coming to an end. So that it will either come to an end, but it will be successful journey that I'll be happy with at the end of it. Yeah. Gosh, you need to set a different intention so you stop getting those negative cards. Getting well, the it's all the hard cards. The it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, here's all the hard cards. You have to prove yourself Lenormand style. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I want to do this for practice and that it's really intense. And I'm like, I want to have a positive example and I get the writer, the clover, and the bear. So it's oh like, Oh my fine. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> So in the uh, comic strip style, the writer is first, and the writer is about passion and energy and activity. Clover is about luck and lightheartedness, and the bear is about kind of like, it's a little bit more negative, but it's like strength and power mm-hmm. um, and sometimes short temperness or whatever. It can be about a boss. Um, so in the comic book style, it would be like sort of the activity that you're doing is lighthearted and lucky and like successful mm-hmm. yeah and if we're doing it in the descriptive style then the clover would be the focus and the rider and the bear would be describing the clover so again the clover is about luck and lightheartedness and so with that being described by something about kind of like passion and control it's sort of like your luck is bringing you your luck is happening within the realm of something that you're really excited about and something that you're really good at which is awesome that's where you want your luck to be coming into play (laughs) i would say like the kind of the foundational two and three card spreads are pretty much when you start your lenormand journey those are the ones you use the most like many lenormand readers are like the ones that I go to all the time are the three card spreads. Yeah. Two cards will help you get used to the interplay between the card meanings. Yeah. And then. Oh, yeah. and also it should be said that I'm using the uh, Labyrinthos Academy app because they have their like reference material there and it's super oh, easy yeah. to navigate. And so if you don't know if you want to commit to buying a whole book, the Labyrinthos Academy app is free uh, by Tina Gong, who's the creator of a lot of decks that we love. So that would be a good one to download if you're just trying to like get kind of a quick idea of what stuff reference. means. Yeah. And there's also a lot of websites and stuff. So you could just print out like a one page reference sheet or whatever. But I do think that this is helpful because there are also lessons about reading Lenormand within the app, which is nice. Mm-hmm. There's Lenormand resources out there. It's not as plentiful as tarot, of course, but like you can find really amazing stuff. Yeah. And now is the time to get into it because there are all of these awesome decks coming out. I know. I know. It's going to be so great. <laughs> so once you kind of have your three card established, we get to the cross. I like the cross spread. I think that the cross is nice. Cool. I really like that was like a really mind blowing episode sure class that tony taught was the cross because oh you you already shuffled your three cards i was thinking about maybe just pulling a card for above and below my clover for this example do we remember what we had yes i probably do okay well you go ahead and pull and i will pull mine back out okay so the idea behind the cross spread is that it's three across and then above and below the center card you pull two more cards and those cards represent like influences Right? Like what's supporting yes. that the, card? The top card is kind of like 
when it's whatever's over over you is what's pressing down the most. So if you have like mountain on top of you, that obstacle is what's weighing on your mind. It's kind of what's giving you like that's what's on your mind the most. Yeah. And the bottom card is the foundation that you're on. So if you're on a obstacle like a foundation that's really bad, like of obstacles, then like so you have to just kind of think of like what's weighing on your mind and what your foundation is. The card above and the card below is that that's what kind of yeah. is going on. Jesus Christ. All right, Sawyer's Lenormand is the nicest deck of any kind I've ever had. <laughs> I think Jamie may have blessed it. Yeah. Thank you, Jamie. I really appreciate it. This is really helping heal my relationship with Lenormand. I know. I was, I was like, I was really like apprehensive. I was like, okay, we were talking about Lenormand the whole time. And Holly had a little bit of traumatic experience with Lenormand. Yeah. How is this going to go? It's really so helping. So thank you, Jamie, for giving a healing deck. Yeah. That's well, really and amazing. Because I got a bouquet. I got the bouquet above the clover and the key below the co- clover. Oh, okay. So the foundation of this luck is my openness. And then the like pressing issue is like chatty and like, which is perfect for a podcast. Like this is a really good example because the the luck that I'm experiencing is coming from my passion. It's something that I'm good at. That's what the writer on the bear is about. And then having the foundation of that be about openness and sort of like accessibility and the pressing issue above it being about like chattiness and like friendship and all of those things. It's like perfect joyful example to share on our podcast in which we have to be vulnerable and also talk to another person for (laughs) an hour and a half. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Well, and mine, of course, being the practice cards they are. Yeah, but asking you to stretch those Lenormand muscles. (laughs) So I, of course, if we remember as of two minutes ago, my middle card was ship. So the the journey, whatever journeys, a broadness, whatever's happening there, the traveling, it's above me is anchor, which means hope, stability, and safety. So that my mindset is this going on above me is like, I'm really, you know, like I'm have a good foundation above me. But below me is clouds, and clouds are problems and obstacles and uncertainty. See, and so that that's makes the me think I'm that on. the anchor is more of like a heavy weight rather, like, because anchors are themselves so heavy. Right. So I would say that it's almost like your your weight, your trip is weighed down by concern about safety. With anchor being the top, that's kind of where you want the negative card to be below the center mm-hmm. card because that's what's kind of falling away. Because anchor being on the top is what's feeding through this, like it's yeah. like a flowing line. So an anchor being at the top is like actually kind of positive instead of anchor being at the bottom. Because oh, interesting. So it's it's kind of takes a more of a positive turn where the anchor kind of covers over those clouds and that hope and stability I have is kind. Kind of like covering the obstacles that I may face. Yeah. So cool. I really, I, I was like, oh, okay. It's not bad. It's just, hey, it's a practice spread for me. Yeah. Thank you for, yeah. for making me flex these muscles on and the podcast. Make live this happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, but you can kind of see how a cross spread. Yeah. Works and one together. of the things I was going to say about the cross spread is if you're doing the cross spread, it kind of like forces you to do the center card as the focus. Because you wouldn't still read it in the comic book style across and then have those above card and below cards be related to, like, the narrative. You would need it to be about the focus and the center. Right. And when you start widening your Lenormand card spreads, like going to nine or and eventually 36, you'll be using both of these because yeah. horizontally you'll be reading more timeline and vertically every, and around you'll be reading how they influence the card you're focusing on. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the significant 
Cater. <laughs> Signifier card. Oh, yeah. So we haven't even talked about that, but we should because that's a really important component of this. Right. So when you start doing Lenormand with one or with two or three card readings, Bjorn suggests that you take the significant... I'm just going to get it wrong the whole time. The man or the woman <laughs> card out. Whatever whatever you've chosen for yourself or your partner. Yeah. And that is something that I think a lot of uh, more modern decks are doing is that instead of having it be man and woman, it's like... Like, I know in Monster Lenormand, which is a shame Mm -hmm. that it's no longer available to purchase, Jess Roller, who was the creator of that deck, included, like, five additional signifier cards. So you could choose, like, do you want it to just be querent rather than having to choose a gender assignment for yourself? Do you want it to just be partner instead of it being the gender assignment of your partner or whatever? Yeah. And so that is something that can be a little bit weird for new Lenormand readers, but I do think that it's more and more addressed in more recent Lenormand decks. Yes, yes. And I think they do a lot better than like Emperor and Empress and Tarot. I think Lenormand readers or Lenormand deck creators are more aware of that. Yeah. Like stigma. And so they don't Or hold at least fast the ones that we genders. interact with. Yeah. I'm sure that there are some awful There are some, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Turfy Lenormand creators. But the Significator is weird because when we were doing the class for a while, I was like getting signifiers just popping up in the middle. Yeah. Random, I mean, not randomly, because that's how you read the signifiers is that... If, and also, you can decide to take out the signifier and put it as your focus and then pull yes. a card for either side to like get an idea of how the energy is impacting you or somebody in you your specifically. Life. Yeah. So those cards are really, when you get to the bigger spreads and the direction they're facing, whether they're facing each other or yeah. if they're in certain areas will help indicate the relationship. So even though these smaller spreads, there's like, you can't say, well, I've done a 36 grand tableau with Lenormand. The smaller <laughs> spreads are, pretty significant in getting you to be able to have that resource of being able to read all of them fluently together. Yeah, totally. You're not doing this just to, you know, kind of just piss your cards away, if it makes any sense. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I really don't want to read 36, so I'm just going to read three. No, it there's a point to it. Yeah. So it's not like you're trying to avoid it. So, and that kind of brings me to mentioning for those who are already kind of fluent with Lenormand is Tony has like two or three videos about nine card spreads which in which she reads them in three week blocks. So you'll set your intention like I've done it before where you set your intention for work mm-hmm. or business and each line of three is your week. And so then you can start to interact with like the center card and the cards around it and then and get a focus for each week, but also see what's being influenced like behind it, not necessarily within that week. So oh, okay. I'm, I will link in our show notes so you can kind of start to practice a nine card because I really, to me, I enjoy the nine card because you're like, oh, okay, this week at work, I'm like in the, my third week. I did one three weeks ago. So I'm in my last week mm. and this week's going to be intense because we're preparing for a big Halloween event and it's going to be chaotic and it was influenced by stuff that happened last week. And you can, I can see in the cards yeah. where... Sort that of has come into play. And so it's really, really interesting to kind of see that. So I would challenge those Lenormand readers who are used to three and five card like spreads, like comic book style or descriptive style to yeah, start, start challenging yourself to do more blocks and like see the interaction between each other. So. Good call. So now we're going to kind of talk about Tarot and Lenormand. And Jamie, the amazing creator that we're talking about her deck today, interestingly used tarot cards as houses for doing Lenormand. 
I literally do not understand that. What What are you talking about? <laughs> so houses in Lenormand is when you pull a card. So if I wanted to pull a card about my health, tree in Lenormand means health. Mm-hmm. So I would pull that card out and it's kind of like the theme and the topic that I want to have a reading about. And then you'd use tarot cards for the reading. Yeah, then you use tarot oh, cards for reading, okay. or you could use a Lenormand card and, and just put, pull a card about health, and then it would tell me, oh, with coffin, health, you're going to have illness, or, you know, things like that. So it's kind of like you're making a, a specific, you're setting the specific intention for health, or home, or right. my husband, or partner. And she did it with tarot, where she drew a tarot card asking about a certain thing that's transpiring in her work life. And the tarot, like, she drew the moon. So then under the moon being the theme of this decision, she drew Lenormand cards about okay, that so specific decision. so she pulled decision. the moon from a tarot deck. Yes. And then yes. pulled Lenormand so, cards for more information about what that about unknown that moon. thing was. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That makes so sense. It's kind of, yeah, so it's kind of like more of a, you're pulling a card for a theme and then using Lenormand for specifics. Okay. Kind of like we, we talked about earlier. Yeah, So that's that. one way that I've seen Lenormand and tarot interact together. What are other ways that you have That's seen That's kind of what I was saying at the forming questions section where you could use Lenormand to like clarify a specific area that seems unclear. Like yeah. within a tarot spread, if you pull a tarot spread and you're like, oh, like my example that I used earlier was like, if you're going on a trip, you pull tarot cards about it and something comes up that makes you be like, ooh, yikes, but what about this like excursion or whatever? You could then do Lenormand to figure out what will happen on that specific topic or on that day or about that yeah. specific thing or whatever. And I know that we've used Tarot and Lenormand before with like timing, timing. for readings, yeah, which is totally. really, I think, good since they have like specific built in timings themselves. I feel so. like we should do a question so we can kind of like give an example of how to make that happen. Um, We have a listener question. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So this question is from TJ and she asks... I just had a large upheaval at work. Several of my colleagues were laid off very suddenly due to budget budget cuts, like a pug, <laughs> like a pug. Oh my god! I met uh, one of the faculty members in my department brought in a three month old pug to work oh yesterday. Gosh. Oh my gosh! I could one of Holman's friends got a deal. pug. I could not. I could not deal with pugs. Pugs I, are the cutest, ugliest dogs. I, I my, just wanted I've to seen. smush him all the way down to a tiny little ball and carry him in my pocket. <laughs> I have very significant cute aggression. <laughs> very significant. Mine just comes out in like rage, like rage cute aggression. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, So TJ asks, I just had a large upheaval at work. Several of my colleagues were laid off very suddenly due to budget cuts. I am sad and very angry as not only were they my friends, it was done unprofessionally. My workload and stress are going to increase. My schedule is changing and I feel like I'm on thin ice with my job security now. I've been contemplating looking for another job for a while and this was the last straw. I guess my question is twofold. What do I need to know going forward about the job hunt? And what do I need to know about my future at my current job in the meantime? She's already decided she wants to leave. So we don't need to pull cards. Like, should she, like, what would it look like if she stayed? And what would it look like if she goes? It's more just like going forward about the job hunt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll just answer each question with a tarot and Lenormand. Perfect. What do I need to know going forward about my job hunt? I got the Ten of Cups, which is great. Oh, wow. That's really nice for yeah. the job hunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like a really perfect job hunt card. <laughs> Basically, best case scenario. I mean, I guess Ten of Pentacles would be nice, too, but... <laughs> yeah. But emotionally fulfilling. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Nice. 
So then the Lenormand cards that I got were the Ring of the Book and the Mountain. So the ring is, the keywords for the ring are commitment, promise, honor, cooperation. And the book is knowledge, research, information also. And the mountain is obstacles and struggles, kind of like we talked about. So since I like to read it with the focus being on the center, um, the focus is on sort of like the information probably that you have available to you about the job search. So the job search is a commitment that you're having to make. Um, and it's going to feel kind of like a hurdle because it's something that you have to do on top of everything else. Um, but paired with the 10 of cups kind of being what's going on with it, it's going to be sort of an emotionally fulfilling route, like finding a new thing. You'll find the right thing. It just is kind of going to feel a lot like you're sort of like having to like push past some burdens and some obstacles of like maybe not having all the information right now as you go into that job search process. I like that. That's good. Oh, Ooh. yay. <laughs> okay. And per usual. Okay. So for the second question, what do I need to know about my, the future of my current job in the meantime? I got the six of swords, which is the traveling card. You're going from a Yeah, you're place, leaving. Like you're just basically, it's basically like you're leaving. I'm like, yeah, thank you, Tarot. That is not informative at all. So I'm yeah. going to read, ask Lenormand because I can be direct. So I asked, what about, you know, what about her leaving? Like what it's like, what's her leaving going to entail? Basically yeah. oh, is what I asked. that's a good idea. So you just asked for. Like a... I just whittled it down just a little bit. Just yeah. Because, like, I need more information. So um, I read descriptive because I want to know what about her leaving. Like, what's the energy around the leaving specifically? Yeah. Because that was the question. Like, her future, her job. I got cross as the middle, which is misfortune, burdens, carrying your cross. That's, like, the meaning. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be, like, you're already experiencing burdens now and being stressful. It's going to continue. Yeah. And then the two flanking cards, I have lily, which is harmony, virtue. So I definitely think that you will be a virtuous person in this and doing your job and making things happen. But there's also a sense of there's going to be some cunningness and manipulation and deviousness from the fox. So I don't think that they will stop being a bad employer in your time going. So expect that to continue um, as you leave this place. Absolutely. I think that makes sense. So just to be clear, the center card was focused to the flanking card on the left was Lily and on the right was the fox. Mm -hmm. So that's where I got that from. Yeah. Good luck. I know. My goodness, TJ, that is so awful. But you can do it. And there's a ten of cups on the horizon. Yeah, there's a ten of cups on the horizon. It's just going to feel like, you know, you're, you have to just get through the mountain moment. Yeah. And I was thinking that the mountain that Holly got was probably your job trying to be an obstacle. Yeah, exactly. There's an obstacle in the way of you, like, kind of developing the information that you have and kind of, like, all of the good stuff is being blocked, not by you. It's being blocked by this job. Exactly. Yep. (sighs) <sighs> so that's our very cursory introduction to Lenormand. Phew, we did it, Holly. You are, I was a bit afraid there. Yeah. Listener, dear <laughs> listener, you're going to definitely want to check out the uh, episode notes because there's going to be a ton of resources ton of in stuff. there. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Shall we do some Patreon shout outs? Yes, we shall. So we have two Patreon supporters to shout out this week, and we're so yes. excited. We appreciate your support so much. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on in that Patreon page. Yes. 
Um, and also it's just really nice to like have your support. It feels really, really yeah. good. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So let me. So Jenna, your card today is the five of cups. I do like the five of cups because she's like kissing the cups goodbye. So it's like yeah. she's choosing goodbye. the cups. <laughs> and I have uh, Deanna. Your card is temperance. Ooh. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and if it. you want access to all of our bonus content, a bunch of really fun resources, uh, we actually have a tarot, like one page reference sheet that our Patreon. Oh, okay. I was like, get. what were you promising these people? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> we have this a tarot one card sheet. We'll probably create a Lenormand one card sheet yeah. or one sheet reference page yes that's a little foreboding a little bit foreboding dun 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 but exciting um (laughs) and there's just a lot of fun stuff going on there um we really like doing patreon content because it's a little bit easier to be loose and wild um yes and a bit more us than we can be on in the public (laughs) namely me i was gonna say i don't feel like i'm very good at holding back That's why I said mainly me. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes I have so much like oversharing, like anxiety, even on Patreon, which, you know, is like members only sort of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. But if you want to hear Esther overshare, uh, that's the place to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's oversharing, but she does text me and be like, "Um, I don't know if I can post this. She's done this this? (laughs) like three times. Exactly. Okay, so uh, somehow we've been recording for an hour, but we're still going to do a quick review of the gorgeous, gorgeous Sawyer's Lenormand because our friend Jamie sent us copies of them and they're really, really awesome. And like I said, it just totally healed my relationship with Lenormand. I'm so glad. Like you have no idea how relieved I am. I know. Thank you so much, Jamie. So Jamie uh, is a tattoo artist and she's also the creator of Sawyer's Path Tarot. Um, and then also the Sawyer's Path Tarot and Lenormand tiles, which are cool Ugh, as hell. So fucking They're cool. like actually on wooden tiles. They're all like lacquered. They're super beautiful. Um, I'm obsessed with them. So she uh, created, she is a very, very, very creative person. She generously ga- gave us copies of this Lenormand deck. Um, and we're really excited to talk about it. She created this sort of like out of the blue on a whim and then an, an effort to be able to like give her mom a good deck to use that isn't like kind of burdened with all the additional symbols that sometimes Lenormand yes. cards have like a lot of additional information on them. So she created it with that in mind. And then like the next week she was at a music festival and there was a lot of Lenormand chat happening and it felt really like... Meant to be in synchronous, yeah. synchronous, synchronistic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know what synchronous is, but it's probably some Greek myth. It feels like <laughs> so I, was thinking, I was like, it's like a like a monster from the depths. Yeah, like Odysseus ran into synchronous a couple of times, I think. <laughs> anyway, so I love it. <laughs> So I, uh, you haven't gotten it in the mail yet because no, of- but I've been stalking this Lenormand deck for a long time. Yes. Like a long, like I've wanted the tiles for a long time, but I wasn't so able great. to like pull the trigger because I'm like, uh, can I, can I do a, a tile Lenormand? Do I like Lenormand? Cause this is when I was like, do I like Lenormand enough to invest in tiles? And the answer now is yes, obviously, <laughs> but just in general, like, so I stalked her 
um, her Lenormand deck for a long time because I really enjoy her art style. So Yeah. So what are your general impressions then? I think it's very good and very simplified. I like you can tell that she put the intention in it for it to be focused just on the card and the meanings that come with the card yeah. and not like because like some Lenormand cards with t- t- tradition, like you'll have like the f- six of hearts or the queen of clo- you know, cloves or clubs. There we go. Not cloves. <laughs> queen of cloves sure. is what college Holly was sitting outside <laughs> like the coffee shop. She worked in smoking cloves. I'm the queen of cloves, guys. Queen of cloves. <laughs> so you, you don't have those symbols on the cards themselves kind of distracting you from from the art if that makes any sense. Yeah. And it's bright and colorful and like, we'll get to it later, but like, I love that on the child card, it's not a baby. And I know. I thought of the, you the, immediately. The child card is like, like, like God, a sippy cup a instead of an actual exactly. it's baby. Like, it's, it's, but it's like, it's, but it kind of goes back to it not being about like the person on the card, yeah, but more the of the, what it means like in its source. Well, let's so talk really about like our that. favorite cards because we already spent a lot of time talking about the types of readings that you use Lenormand for. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think that we could probably skip that parameter, but um, do you have a set of favorite cards? I have six that I, I like them all, but I like, I specifically chose six. Okay. I like snake cause snake is beautiful. Yeah. Snake I is like really bouquet beautiful. because bouquet is really bright. Like it's flowers, but it's like a really bright friendly, the tones are really like spot on for me. I really like, it's not like too much. Yeah. Sense. Yeah. And then of course child, because it's not like a, an actual child. It's more <laughs> of just like a sippy cup and some blocks there. So it's kind of like you can get that meaning of like newness and things that are starting. It can in Lenormand mean a specific child, but many times when you're not reading for that intention, there's no well, reason yeah, for that to Yeah. And meaning. also as people who don't have children, if a child came up for us, it wouldn't. I would be like, what kind of, it's like the page of cups for me for so many, like, it was like, why am I pregnant? Why, why is this card, <laughs> the pregnancy card for me? Like, why does it keep coming up? Why Esther's very me? paranoid about being see- like surprise <sighs> pregnant. <laughs> you have no idea because any symptom can be pregnancy symptom. Yeah. Like on WebMD, anything. Don't WebMD things, you crazy person. Not WebMD, but like just Google symptoms. Well, that's like, what I mean. Oh, Oh, I have more snot this time in my cold than normal. Oh, you're pregnant. I'm like, <laughs> you have more. I'm sneezing a lot more. It's you're pregnant. It's not allergies. You're just pregnant. So yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I liked child because it just takes that like actual physical baby out of it. Um, and then I like bear cause it's a cute fucking little panda bear. The, I knew you were going to love that so one. Cute. It's That's the so one I cute. always like look at, and I'm so excited for Jamie's new like Animal Portals deck. Ooh, yes, I got yes, that yes, yes, yes. No, I think that is what it is. Is that what it is? I hope I something Portals deck. Sorry, Jamie. I really love that deck, and I forgot the name. But yeah, because like the animals on that are so well drawn and they're beautiful so i really like almost all the animals in this deck anyway yeah so bear was really beautiful ring i love that it was like crystals on the ring itself and not like a diamond ring ring. it was like amethyst and i was like oh my gosh this is amazing and then book the book colors were just beautiful and the, the the background was just gorgeous so I just, I'm just aesthetically really into it. Yeah. The colors are really, really good. <laughs> yeah. They're very like friendly. You don't have to, even like some of the negative cards, like coffin, I thought was really beautiful. Yeah, like, totally. So it's not like starkly like scary. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, I mean, even you're right. The negative ones are not even that scary. Yeah. So I really like birds. I, maybe mm-hmm. we should have done keywords for these cards too, because people aren't familiar with Lenormand. Oh, well, it's fine. Just look okay. up. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just look up. 
I really like birds because they're really colorful. The moon is super beautiful, and I would totally want that tattooed on me. Yes. I also really liked fish because they're little goldfish. I'm into it. Yes, they're so pretty. The rain card, you're totally dead on. It's just really, really, really cool looking. And then my absolute favorite card is the dog card because it's a basset hound. And yeah. I love Basset Hounds. Yeah. It's and the dog card it just means like a best friend anyway. And you yeah. feel like you'd be best friends with that bas- Basset Hound and someone who's really close to you. And yeah. Amazing, so. Come live with that. me, Basset Hound. It actually reminds me um, of our friend Anna, who is an HB. She has a Basset oh, Hound yes. that looks quite a bit like this Basset Hound. Yes, yes. So, hey, Anna. Yes. What up, girl? Love your dog. Yeah. We should put Lady Bird, which is her dog's name, on a tarot card because she would be so perfect for it. She has oh, the like so Basset at ankle wrinkles. Oh, I love yes. Basset Hounds. <laughs> and, and the way that, that she like glares at Anna when Anna's taking a picture, it just gives me life. Yeah, it's just the best. It's so funny. I love it. I love them so much. But yeah, that's one yeah. of the best things about Lenormand is that there's a dog card. <laughs> yeah. And it beats friendship. Exactly. And it's like, that's like the best friend you could have. It's the best. All right. So uh, do you want me to pull a card? Should we pull two cards representing our relationships with this deck each to practice the combo? Ooh, yes. Yes, yes, I'll yes. I'll pull for you too, unless you would like to pull from a deck that you have in front oh, of no. you. And while you're shuffling, I will mention that Jamie in November, the creative of this deck, is going to be doing a Lenormand card by card sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Like like a definition thing. So if you're kind of new to this, definitely give her a follow. And also in at the tw- 2020 Tarot Symposium, she'll be giving a Lenny class. So definitely if you're planning on going to Portland, is it Portland, Oregon? Yeah. Okay. It's actually hey, in Clackamas. Right. It's not in Portland, but everyone says it's in Portland. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> It's close enough to Portland, Oregon, that if you're in the general area for the Terror Symposium, definitely go check out her class. <laughs> okay, so the cards representing your relationship with this deck are Clover and Anchor. Ooh, I love Anchor. So should we, what does Clover mean again? Luck? And so then Clover is like is... luck, like happiness, joyfulness, like it's just very lucky and st- stabilizing foundational deck. Yeah. Yeah, that's hey. beautiful. So that combines the, st- the stability of the Anchor and the luck of the Clover. Yes. And I got the key and the snake. Remind me what the snake is. That just like sneaky? Okay, snake is like, is like deception. Like, oh, sexuality, though. Seduction. Yes. Craving. Yeah, some ca- yeah, sometimes, yeah, it can mean other things. Yes. So I think that, oh, God, uh-oh. If this is my relationship with this deck, then I'm in real trouble because that's like opening up my craving for more Lenormand. Oh, <laughs> Well, you know, it's seducing you to get more Lenormand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The key (laughs) snake combination is like, Holly, you have hundreds of more decks that you need now. (laughs) (laughs) All because it healed my relationship with Lenormand. Thank you very much, Jamie. Hey, I like it a lot. Okay, so. So next week we're going to be doing a Halloween episode, apparently. Yeah, there's no way to know what that means, so. We no, you know, so you're gonna have to find out next week what we're gonna be planning. <laughs> I know, literally, what? I don't even know. Is Halloween actually on Thursday too? Yes, it's on Wednesday. No, I Halloween's believe. on Thursday. Our Thursday. Oh, it's on Thursday. Okay, okay, okay. And that's the day that uh, Mercury retrograde starts again. Hey, so we're gonna be recording on Wednesday. Yeah, thank God. Just in the <laughs> shadow of the retrograde. Okay, so next week will be Halloweeny. We don't know how. Get excited yeah. for it. Yeah, we're we're going to plan something super special. What if we told each other scary stories and then read tarot for the characters in the scary stories? Oh, but I'm really not scared by scary stories. Yeah, but it's Halloweeny. It's Halloweeny. Okay. 
we could make a scary story with tarot. Yeah, that's true. We could do that. But but we're not, I'm not that talented with stories. Actually, I'm pretty talented with stories, but I'm not really that, I'm not going to risk it live on the air. Well, we don't have to release it if it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to record more. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. We will brainstorm this, everybody. Yeah, don't exactly. Worry. We'll figure something out. It's going to be spoopy and amazing Halloween-y, Sawainian. What if we did like cryptid stuff? Like did tarot <gasps> readings for cryptids? Oh. Like told each other about a cryptid cryptids, and then did- Cryptids are creepy. I like cryptids. I love creepy. cryptids. Can we get Claire from Black and the Moon to give us cryptid stories? And we read tarot cards for the cryptids. Yeah, I think that that might be fun. I think so. Okay, cool. Well, there we go. Problem solved. Yeah. We'll figure out what that actually means as means. we get closer. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do something cryptidy spoopy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, which Esther is updating because, as we talked about last night amongst ourselves, once I've done something, I don't ever think to return to it to assess whether or not it's working. So she's fixing it up beautifully. It's going to be so much more smooth. Um, And the form that you can submit questions on is on that website, wildlytarot.com. And also tell your friends about us and review us, Holly. I have a review that I'm going to read live on yes, air yes, for yes, you. Yes, 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 From our friend YCS. And they say, YCS. The synergy created between Hufflepuff Holly and Slytherin Esther is like a dose of truth delivered with a warm hug. <laughs> Their down-to-earth authenticity makes me want to listen to them all day long. Aww. I know. Isn't that the sweetest that thing? That is so sweet. I was okay, and this made me realize people actually listen when we say stuff because, like, that I'm a Slytherin. I've probably mentioned it like once, and then we had like the episode on Patreon that was a bit like more sometimes, intense about that. Sometimes I totally forget that the things that I say <laughs> what we show are being or shared onto the internet. <laughs> so for why why CS to listen and remember this, my mind is blown. So now I'm like, maybe I'm just I am talking too much on this podcast. No, girl, we have a podcast. If you stop talking, we're in real trouble. <laughs> It's going to be the Holly podcast. So thank you so much, YCS, for your amazing review. That was so sweet. I saw that today when I was trying to update the website. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like the sweetest thing. Yeah. So thank you for for remembering and loving us. Oh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast. That's where this giveaway for our beautiful new bag and deck are. Um, Or you could join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also support us on Patreon. We'd love your support. I have was an asshole this week and forgot to upload our 9 and 10 of Swords episodes because I was ah, distracted by whoops. our website stuff. Whoops. So that will be uploaded ASAP because I was distracted by other Wally Terror stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes that'll happen. But we're pretty good about getting at least a weekly set of things yes. up. Yes, yes, yes. Ah. Uh... Oh, and remember, it's time for our (laughs) (laughs) sign-off. Go forth and tear her wildly this week. We love you so much. And don't be afraid of Lenny. Yeah. Ask us questions about Lenny in the Facebook group. We're happy to answer. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And check out the show notes. Don't forget. Love you. (laughs) Bye.